Welcome to another episode of Soul Searcher with Natalie Brown. This is your journey to spiritual enlightenment and soul alignment and I'm so excited to share more of my wisdom, more of my love and to lead and serve with love and to be able to help you create the life that you absolutely love. Welcome Kimberly, Jassy and Georgie, my beautiful speakers for today as we talk about reclaiming your power during difficult times. All of these incredible women have been on a path of reclaiming the power. They've started, um, you know, with uncertainty, this feeling of not knowing who they are, what they're here to do. And today I'm looking at these women with a big smile on my face and such gratitude in my heart. And I'm so grateful that you are all here <laughs> sharing your beautiful stories. So we're going to go around and you're just going to do a little intro of yourself. Say your name, introduce yourself. What do you do and why are you here? Why, why is this topic so important to you? Go, Kimberly. You're at the top of my screen. Hello, I'm Kimberly Jade Rose. Um, I'm a kinesiologist and centaur practitioner. And um, this topic really excited me because I've gone through such a journey with my power and, um, and giving it away, basically, um, and relationships and friendships, um, being very dominated and being very um, like a bit of a sheep, you know, following um, what other people say, tell me to do. Um, and probably over the last 10 years has been a real journey for me to, to reclaim my power back and to sit in my power and to not take any BS, you know, like really um, speaking my truth and knowing who I am, knowing my uniqueness and um, staying in my lane, which is like super important for me. So really, um, yeah, talking about staying in my lane and letting go of all attachments so that I can stay in my power. Beautiful. Amazing. Mm. Welcome mm. to the world. <laughs> Amazing. Jassy. Hi, my name's Jassy. Um, yes, I've been on a massive journey of reclaiming my power probably the same in the last 10 years since I left my husband with three very small children and it has been a massive journey since then and I still probably well I still am on that journey um, it's just really beautiful to be able to claim and be my unique multi-dimensional self in each moment it's it's a constant choice and it's a constant um what word am I trying to use it's constant to be to be that to always come back to that and to be really grounded and connected mm. yeah so important to be grounded and connected in your power it's yeah. a constant work of art and it's a constant work, inner work of, of yourself and on and yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, Jassy. Amazing. Georgie. Good morning. Hi, guys. I'm Georgie Kerno. I have my business, which is called Elegant Empowerment, which has quite a few branches to it. I'm a centaur, a practitioner of light and also a cacao and breathwork facilitator amongst many other things, workshops and things like that. And I love teaching. Um, now, my, my journey has been a little bit shorter. It's been about a good five years. And it came about because I lost mum pretty early on, um, six years ago, and lost myself in that. And had to basically learn a whole mirage of amazing things and actually how the universe works and how we work and how um, there is such a thing as being in our power because I knew nothing basically when I started. And so in the last five years, I've done many modalities and um, tapped into what tools work for me. And now, and I'm extremely strong and steady within my power, even though we all wobble, to know that what it is to be sovereign and in your divine power and to when you get off kilter to be able to bring yourself back into that center is just it's been a phenomenal journey and I love to help women to get into where I'm at basically which is empowering them to feel their power and to know how that they can use it and create with it 
mm. life and thriving because that's what it's all about. Mm, that gave me such goosebumps. What an amazing story. Story of almost, you know, in a, if I'm listening to what, what you all are saying, your experiences have brought you to a very point, a point of decision, a point where you went like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to be like this anymore. What was that pivotal moment in terms of like, I know that you said, George, that it was when your mom passed away. But after that, what was a pivotal moment where you realized that, you know, what you've gone through, what you've experienced in life has actually brought you to this very moment and that choice point that you made that allowed you to step into doing what you're doing here? Because I feel like a lot of light leaders they have this aha moment or awakening moment or this the sense of, okay, I want to do something more. But what was the drive behind it that drove you to make the choices that you made to get into the space of empowerment? To actually find out that I did actually have a choice. Mm -hmm. And that um, for me, finding out that it was an empath. And so a lot of the things that I was feeling overwhelmed with and didn't understand and that was affecting my energy massively to know that it wasn't mine mm -hmm. and that I had a choice of, of giving that energy or choosing to be in that space or this other choice, which I never knew about before. And being able to make that choice was massive for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stepping on that path and, and knowing that we have the intuition that these things are real, you know, because back then I knew nothing. And, um, and to follow our heart on, on the things that are for us, that light us up, and that's the path, that, that was the key. Because as soon as I started doing that, then everything started um, synchronizing and falling into place and layers dropping away. And yeah. Mm, yeah, so true. So true. Anyone else want to share? Um, yeah, I, I think it was that moment. Well, there's actually many moments that you're very aware that my word and my actions have such a profound effect on other women and other people. By making those choices for ourselves, being teachers and running events or being leaders, that we only need to say one word or do one thing and the ripple effect is huge. Yeah. And also my children, like making that choice, if I change for myself, I'm changing for my children. That was a really big driver for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that is so powerful because the work that we do right here ripples out to everything that we do, our business, our relationships, you know, the the abundance is available to all of us when we start looking within an abundance in every every way in every form. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And you, Kimberly? Mm, yeah, I agree. As it comes around holding space, I think, and um, being um, having to step up and really kind of own yourself and let go of um, the any feelings of of um, you know I'm not ready or you know I have to be a certain way because you don't have to be a certain way and you don't have to be perfect to, to, to be in your power and to, to make that choice to, to lead others and to hold space and to, um, yeah, to trust yourself, really. So that was, yeah, it's been my mm. process. Good point. What about... we're far from, sorry, we're far from perfect day, eh? all of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And why do we have to be perfect? You know, there is perf perfection is and imperfection. <laughs> yeah. There's perfection and imperfection. You know, there's, there is no perfect. It's yeah. just what it is. Mm. Um, and I feel, you know, you were talking and I can hear all of you, you know, talking about um, your different stories, but I feel that a lot of us hold on to these real unhelpful stories that we tell ourselves. And it's about reminding ourselves constantly that we don't have to have all our shizzle together to be able to do the things that we came here to do. Yeah, but absolutely. I feel that some of the stories that I definitely struggled with through my life is like, oh my gosh, this feels too huge. Will people get me? Will mm. they get me? Will they understand what I'm trying to bring into this world? 
And that made me procrastinate. Man, I was like, you know, not wanting to do it and putting it off for months and months on end because I was like, I'm not ready yet. This world is not ready for it just yet. Mm. In effect, I wasn't ready. I was getting in my own way. Mm. So think about those moments that you, and maybe perhaps you're still experiencing it now where you are navigating things in your life and these unhelpful beliefs and stories that you're telling yourself, which every single person, we have this, right? It's being human. It's, it's part of being a human being and navigating the ego self and the spiritual self. So tell me about those stories that really stop you and your life from moving forward into your power and how you overcame that. For, for me, it was being afraid to be different and unique because the way I do things here in my community, no one else does. Um, to put on dances and events where it are like light code activations and to be freely speaking my soul speak and being me was absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just did it anyway because I know how many people need the medicine that I was I'm here to give so yeah that was huge for me Mm. and soul speak is actually so new in the grand scheme of things right it's like yeah I want to make it normal yeah Yeah. what are you saying you know I don't understand what you're saying are you talking rubbish or and you're actually asking yourself like is this real is this true what is what I'm saying yeah (laughs) yeah is it making any sense? But I always say to people, your soul knows. It's a soul-to-soul conversation, right? It, it's not, a human doesn't have to understand it at the level that we think that we, what, we, what I suppose that we translate the whole world in, right? We, we want to make sense of things, but it's not possible. Mm. Yeah, and then when we receive the feedback from others of the profound shifts, it's just more confirmation for you to go, okay, it's okay to be me. Yeah. I'm going to keep going so that yeah. they can be them. Totally. Totally. Really showing up as you, being authentic, your real true self. And this is what these conversations are all about real conversations about real people, about real experiences that we've had, and being unapologetic about whatever we've gone through and being vulnerable and strong at the same time because we all are going through this and we're not going to move into a higher consciousness unless we are revealing our true selves and sharing that truth with other people and this is what's so important for the awakening of humanity and the breaking down the old paradigms that we have of not being seen you know not showing your vulnerability not showing that actually you haven't got all your shit together right because Mm -hmm. it's important it's important to be all of you yeah Mm -hmm. georgie and kimberly what do you want to share about that Mm. yeah i feel like it's it's a lot around you know self-judgment and when when i tune in to you know what was really holding you back and um from being there it's just that that you know that people pleasing and that need to be liked and being able to discern um, you know with your actions of what are the reasons you're doing this for you know and really like bringing it back to your power and because you're sharing your uniqueness and and who you are and everything about you rather than it being around being liked or people pleasing um, so yeah it's just um, I've, I mean, I've been on a huge journey of self-judgment and, and self-doubt um, mm-hmm. And really, um, like I said, again, like letting go of the attachment of what anybody actually thinks about you. (laughs) You That's a big one, isn't it? (laughs) It's huge. Yeah. What anyone actually thinks about you. Like, I mean, I love that old saying, what anyone thinks about you is none of your business. (laughs) Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's one of my favorite things to to tell my clients because it really doesn't matter, you know, what other people Mm. think. And, And especially when you get judgment from others or criticism from others or, you know, um, people telling you you know different ways to do things it's really important to 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 take what resonates with you and let the rest go and and Mm. not give a hoot what anybody else thinks about you 
Yeah, using your discernment is so key. Yeah. Hey, using yeah. your intuition. That's your guiding force. That's mm-hmm. your compass that mm. you use to be able to go, hell yes, heck no, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and really yeah. standing strong with your yes and your no mm. and having a full body feeling around what is right for you, what is true for you is so important, especially in the times that we live in right now. Hey, mm. absolutely. Yeah, George. Yeah, so I've I've not really struggled with what people think of me as I as I've grown up. I've always been fairly strong in who I am. But what I really found hard was the um, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because I'm so um, one of my biggest values is integrity. So for me, if I if I'm not embodying what I believe and what I um, do I find for myself it's very hard for me to go out and teach that to somebody else because if I'm not doing it then how can I tell someone else to do it or the other side the other part to it was who am I to be doing what I'm doing in terms of worthiness my you know being worth being worthy of sharing or sharing this and um and teaching people you know the importance of things but embody, having embodied it myself. So those were the bigger blocks for me, the worthiness and the, the, the imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot of light workers struggle with this because it's very much aligned with the old way of like, I have to have a certificate or a qualification or I have to show something in the physical for me to be validated or feel validated through the work that I'm doing here right and so many people many light workers are not out there doing what they are here to do because they they're searching for this validation of like what's that thing that's going to make me feel ready what's the thing that's going to make me feel that I am meant to do this now and it's so interesting because yesterday I was um, talking to a beautiful woman that's joined a new program of mine. And she said, Nat, I just saw your post and there was a soul calling. I don't know what it's all about, but I feel like I need to do it. And she's, and she said to me, um, even though I don't understand it, I know that I've only read one or two words and it's okay for me. It's okay mm-hmm. for me to know that this is okay because it's a soul thing. So how we work now is we work with the soul. We're no longer working with a thousand certificates and a thousand things. It's soul work. And it's important for people to understand that if your soul calls you forward to do the work, that's enough. You are enough. Your gifts and your medicine and your magic is enough here to share to this world. And it is so needed. So, so needed in this time. So I feel if we can get out of our own way and take that first step, just like that woman took that step, she was like, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. I'm, I feel that this, this real calling to be here and it doesn't matter. You know, I'm, I'm just going to take that leap of faith. And mm. I feel like that's what's needed yeah, as well yeah. is that leap of faith, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's, that's, that's all that. my trainings. Yeah. Yeah. Thing <laughs> I do. Yeah. So well, we're George, taught to be sorry. No, we're yeah. taught to be so much in the opposite direction, aren't we? We're not yeah. taught to to trust ourselves. We're taught mm-hmm. to see out outside of ourselves when everything is inside. Everything yeah. is within us. But we're not. You know, we're not taught that. We're taught the opposite. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard. Um, it's a long journey for people to come back to that after being. And when you're talking about everything is inside of yourself, what do you mean by that? If Mm -hmm. you know people like, yeah, I hear people. We always say everything's inside of you. But if you can say to people, what does that actually mean? What does it mean to you in in real words, (laughs) so they (laughs) can understand that? Yeah. For me personally, it means that the entire wisdom of the universe is within me. And so there's yes. something on the outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so true. And it took me, even though I knew that, because as you say, we hear it all the time, everything's within you, you know, you don't need anything else. But it took me probably 
a good three years from knowing that to moving to an understanding of that to then moving into an embodiment of it and fully mm. being it. It took it took quite a while. Yeah. Mm. And for you, other woman. Mm. I have a truck going by, so I'm going to let it go by. It's okay. We can't hear it. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> oh, is it someone's dog? <laughs> Sounds like it's a cough. Like, <laughs> is that your dog? Um, yeah, I think um, just, uh, yeah. I, uh, sorry, I can't remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about so everything is within so how how would you describe and explain that to people what it means to you yeah yeah well it's definitely I feel what it means to me is definitely intuition like what feels right in my body and what doesn't feel right and um, it's getting more and more clear as um, time is going on now which is what what is a if yes and if no you know um so for me that is like everything is within you know all the decisions to make all the choices to make all the um answers you know to all the questions Mm -hmm. um is is within yeah means to me Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And that intuition is the universal wisdom that's flowing mm. through us. Every single part of us, mm. we have access. We're multidimensional beings. We have mm. access to the universe's wisdom, the Akashic records, mm. all the libraries of wisdom that we could ever imagine flows mm. through us. And if we allow it, mm-hmm. it's about awakening that. But we can only do that if we do the inner work, mm. if we look at and you know at those those stories that we tell ourselves are they true who who do they belong to are they even our stories Mm. is the energy that we're walking around with is it our own energy or are we tapping into the collective manifestation field and and feeding off the the density and then the stories from that or are we digesting you know, television programs and social media and all of that stuff that is influencing our decision-making, that's influencing our divine channels, our wisdom that's flowing through us. Mm. And how are we relating to those relationships? You know, are we aware of, consciously aware of what's going on in our lives on a daily basis? Mm. You know, I feel like it's a moment-to-moment thing for me these days mm. where we're we really truly aware of our energy, of what we are bringing into our being. And so it's having that inner awareness and that intuition. And with this comes confidence and courage and empowerment. And this is how you can hold your power much more by having or by tapping into that inner wisdom, right? Mm. Mm. I like to imagine it like we're a multifaceted diamond, right? And we've lived all these lives and we have all this wisdom and all these experiences that we can tap into and remember when we want. And it's like you'll someone will say something or you'll see something or you experience something and it's like, ah, I remember. And we unlock. We, it's like life is that journey of unlocking those little facets of ourselves. Mm. We have wisdom from everywhere and anything anything is possible we're just taught that it's not oh i love that anything is possible everything is possible when we put our minds to it right and it's so interesting because i want to talk about georgie said the word empath Mm. i want to talk about this journey of the empath the sensitive and actually that it is a journey of empowerment I remember the first time that I started channeling information about empaths and and who they are and what they're here to do, because I'm an empath, I've been a sensitive and an empath all my life, felt Mm. very, very tuned into the world and felt everything, experienced everything, experienced everything in my body. And in a way that was disempowering for me, or I felt disempowered through it because I felt the world so much and I felt this intensity of other people's emotions and their pain their physical pain in my own body and I thought that it was my own 
and it and I went through a period of feeling very disempowered, feeling like there was something wrong with me. And then when I stepped onto my journey and I realized, hang on a minute, I'm healing people here that are, have gone through exactly the same journey that I've gone through. And they have been on antidepressants for the last 10 years because they felt something was wrong with them. <coughs> and they felt that they were sick but they weren't sick they just needed to learn how to work with their energy how to work with their emotions how to digest those emotions cleanse your energy and so people would come to me and i'd, I'd cleanse their energy and heal them and they'd be like a new person and come off antidepressants straight away well not straight away you've got to wean yourself off it obviously but it changed my perception of who I am and how I work with this world in a whole new way and how I hold my power in a completely different way. Mm. Mm. It's huge. The empath thing is, is huge. You know, I, I, when I first realized I was an empath was probably when I was about 18 years old and um, it changed my life like realizing you know having that awareness that all these thoughts and overwhelms that I was having you know weren't mine and and noticing when I would walk into a room and suddenly you know my head would start going going bananas and for me it's been a huge journey in my head you know I'm very auditory and so I get a lot and it's so it's very like kind of a lot of mind stuff so it's been able to really again discern like what is mine and what is not because it otherwise it just re wreaks havoc for me so um you know and just really being able to um yeah it's just to, to discern to discern that is, is huge and for you, especially Kimberly, you know, I know that you're really sensitive. Your etheric field is quite open in terms of mm -hmm. the energy that you receive through that um, space and the information that gets translated through that subtle body, that yeah. subtle field. Yeah. And so when we're receiving information into your etheric field, it mm -hmm. sends messages into your physical body, your mental and emotional field that then mm -hmm. sends these messages. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is. My, my nervous system is, um, you know, overwhelmed. This is too much information. And it's about when the more we clear our energy, the more we learn to work with our own energy and trusting mm -hmm. that the messages that's coming through, that we can actually manage the messages that's mm -hmm. coming through our body system mm -hmm. through actually clearing our energy, our etheric field, strengthening our energy as well. Mm -hmm. um, it, ch it changes everything everybody's life and I know that we've certainly been working on that with you and for you Kimberly and and it really is helping you to understand how to work with your empathy your sensitivity in a whole new yeah. way yeah definitely I think it really is a journey you know like a being an empath is is a huge journey so um yeah it's but it's it's our greatest gift you know <laughs> like it really is to be able to hone in and 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 see what's going on for anybody that you know that's my gift to be able to 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 see somebody and see what's going on for them and know what's going on for them you know as as part of why i'm here so yeah i always feel that we as we're here as empaths because we've been born into this world to see and feel it in a different way mm. and that we are here as the change makers because of that and so it is an incredibly powerful gift if used in the right way mm. um a lot of light workers can move into the victim space, you know, space because of that in the overwhelmed space. And so um, I feel light workers that have mastered that, especially mm -hmm. those that are working with the empaths, the, the sensitives, especially are in an incredible space to empower more people to do what they came here to do. Mm. Mm, yeah. Georgie, Jassy, what have you got to say? Um, so when I found out, it was a post that you posted, Nat. It was literally, oh. yeah, it was literally five, <laughs> five years ago, just before I met you, you literally did a small post on Empath that I'd never heard of. And I read it and I was like, oh, my God, because at that period in my time, I was, I was to the point, like, what the F is wrong with me? 
I like I'm I'm like I'm happy one minute I'm sad and depressed the next minute I have no reason for this I had no I didn't understand it so as soon as I read that post and then googled it like you do I was like oh my god and it was literally the biggest aha moment at the beginning of my journey because I could finally understand why I become hypersensitive oversensitive why I burst into tears when I listen to the news um all of that stuff suddenly made a massive amount of sense to me and so to be able to understand your energy and how it's affected to be able to clear it and then to be able to stop that from happening which is one of the major things that I teach people as well to be able to protect their own energy and not walk into a, a shopping mall and get completely wiped which is what used to happen to me as well is is it's life-changing as, as everybody will say it's one of the most paramount things that you can do for yourself to become empowered and to understand how you actually work and how everything affects you mm. so yes it's a massive massive thing to find out mm. <laughs> oh impact empowering yeah. impacts. how amazing is that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and you jassy well i agree with everyone really it's the same um that journey of noticing there was nothing wrong with me because I thought there was because I could feel everything and I didn't know anyone else the same as me and I guess for me my practices and being in nature and stuff like that has really helped me to learn a lot about how to keep myself in my center so that I'm not being too swayed by anything else particularly when I used to run events actually I used to go through a big process after it because I used to take other people's stuff on and I never had anyone to learn from so it was just learning from my own experiences and now I'm not affected like I used to be it used to be quite profound yeah it's been a real journey yeah yeah that is so good and and also I find that our words you know our words are empowering us or keeping us in a space of fear. Mm. Um, Way back, I was teaching about and Spirit showed me how when we speak to ourselves, when we think, we actually create a vortex of words around us. So it's like literally like a a whirlwind of words. words Create a barrier or it can create um, or call in. You can be magnetized through your words. So call in more of your power or repel it, okay? Repel certain things. It was amazing when I, and I can still see it in my mind's eye now, that every single thing and thought and story and and the more we are critical, self-critical, the more we actually build a wall of words around us. And those words are not empowering or words like, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I can't do this. I'm not capable. I'm so stupid. All of those words are all of the stuff, this gumph that we have within our communication field, if you can call it that, which then translates into the universe. And that frequency then sends this this message to the universe that that's what we think we are. So we're going to be sending you more of those experiences. Mm. Yeah. So how can we empower ourselves through our words? What have you found works? I've, I've always been one on affirmations. Like um, I think when I first discovered affirmations, I was like, oh, my God, you know, this just saying something continuously and that, that's repetition, you know, that self um you know, the positive beliefs really shifted things for me because for me, it was, it's always been my mind, you know, and, and going on when you get onto that, that rabbit hole, you know, to how to pull yourself out of it because that is, that, that is, can get tricky. Um, and yeah, positive affirmation. And then I, then I discovered um, when, when I started studying kinesiology, I realized that not all affirmations were actually causing um, the, that positiveness in your body if there's a stress response to it. Mm-hmm. So then actually knowing how to whole body test yourself to the affirmation to see if you're actually congruent with it or not. 
because that's like super important. Um, and then, um, you know, replacing those negative um, beliefs with the positive, of course. And also just being really aware of my language, like hugely aware of my language. And I've been doing this for very many years and I correct myself. Like I don't use words like hard. I don't use words like I can't. I don't use words like um, um, wrong, you know, like I just, and if I do find myself, I, 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 and it's kind of an NLP technique, but I flip it. So it's not that easy. You know, just that slight shift, and I teach that to my clients as well with, with their language, just to be really aware of what you say, because it does, it reflects out there. So yeah, it doesn't mean that nothing's ever hard, but rather than using that hard and, and closing that energy, replacing it with, well, it's not that easy, you know, replacing it with the positive word, but still being able to um, speak about how you feel. So, yeah, just being super conscious of my language and how affirmations are actually affecting my body. That is so interesting, Kimberly, that you say that some are not congruent, some mm. statements might not be congruent with you. And I totally get that because if you've still got gumph inside of you that you are needing to deal with, that statement might not penetrate until you've actually gone and done the work. And I'm seeing yeah. this a lot with clients and things, you know, they go through a journey and you end up, you know, taking them through this space and this journey, but it's until not until they ready or for it to land until mm -hmm. they've done the work and gone through the, the different stages um, of upgrade. It's like, you can't really skip a step. Okay, you have to go through the motions, the understanding, the learning of the lesson before mm. you can actually get to that point. Yeah. So I do feel I am statements are really powerful, though. Mm. And I love the fact that you say, you know, having that little bit of um, almost like you almost giving yourself a little nudge, you're celebrating yourself. And I use the one, it's okay not to be okay, or mm. it's okay. I don't have to have all the answers just yet. It's okay. Just that little bit of a sentence going, all right, it's almost like you can breathe, hey, and go again. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that. Mm. Who's next? Georgie, Jesse, you want to share anything about that? <laughs> yeah. I definitely, it was the first thing that you taught me like five years ago <laughs> was that energy hold work, hold, holds words, which I wasn't aware of before. And so the first thing that I did was stop using a lot of words and that, that negative self-talk. And it took a while, but every time I did it, because I would do it a lot without even realizing, every time I did it, I would just like go no, and then say the opposite. Mm. And I've got to the point where I don't, I don't have hardly any negative, very, very tiny, maybe um, negative self-talk now. And um, two of the words that I'm, I try to use, or try not to use now, which is very difficult, is need and should for me. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm talking to clients as well, because they're words that are already preloaded and there is no need and there is no should. So... I'm, I'm wiping those words out of my vocabulary, or I have done for some time now, and um, replacing them with maybe, you know, maybe this would help. And just and spinning it because, because of the energy, the energetics behind the words. I've, I pick up on energy behind words very easily. It's, it's something that I, whenever I read something else that's something someone's written, if there's a pushy energy, in that word from that person I feel it very quickly and I'm like that it's not for me because they're pushing their energy upon you rather than giving you that free will of choice mm. which words do so I'm very I'm I'm very sensitive to words and mm. I love I love the way that you can use them in such a positive manner to bring about different frequencies and energies within the things that you do or what you're offering and things like that yeah absolutely becoming a wordsmith right a divine wordsmith and weaving the magic through your words and I also feel it's also the attachment that you have to words it's like having a piece of cake right if you think that that cake is bad it is going to be bad mm. it's going to you know give you 
frumpy bits or flumpy bits or whatever you want to call it because you already thought you that cake is going to make you um like that you know so it's really what is the emotional attachment that you have to that word but also if you keep on saying the word it's like you're creating a pattern mm. if you keep on and, and then you know it becomes a belief it becomes part of you it's like brushing your teeth every morning okay that's a pattern that's what you do every single day so if you decide no I'm not going to brush my teeth in the morning now I'm going to brush it you know um, at 11 o'clock or whatever the case might be breaking that pattern or creating a pattern interrupt is going to start shifting your mindset around things shifting your intensity and the the load of energy that you have around words or around that specific action um, or pattern that you are playing out in your life and your patterns can be either empowering you or keep you playing small mm. and it can keep you in the space of uncertainty okay because what's a pattern it's a safety blanket right so we wrap ourselves in a pattern in a safety blanket and it's like i'm safe here i'm not going to step out i'm not going to take that next step because it feels safe here mm -hmm. yeah so jassy what did you want to say about that oh there's a few things um i guess what comes to me is yes the i am statements really worked for me but it's more about being in practice, sitting sitting in practice a lot and allowing spirit talk to move through me, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I feel like I need to share. And then allowing that to move through me as often as possible. And it's been a real journey, especially when I'm teaching, to allow that voice to move through me so that my words are always inspiring or positive and really discerning what words to even allow to come out of me mm. rather than just talking. Like mm -hmm. I never just talk. It's like, okay, what do I actually need to say here? I would rather be silent and say nothing if there's no, if it's not going to raise the vibration of the space on me. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it takes time to, to come to that mm. and trusting what you say. And being okay to give beautiful, loving words to people that you don't even know. Mm. Yeah. I love that, Jossie. And I feel that people that really sit in their truth now, they don't have time for foofy words. You know, there's no time for that anymore. It's like it's, it comes from the soul. It channels from the soul. So every word has frequency and meaning and love and empowerment and whatever that is it's carries magic and medicine yeah you can, you can say five words to someone and completely change their day or you could have a fluffy silly conversation which is meaningless yeah it's a choice which also brings me to no words <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to how powerful it can be to when someone is talking to listen and to be the frequency that's receiving but also giving at the same time conversations listening conversations can be really really powerful and here we are talking and so we're talking about things that really matter but actually when you're in a conversation with a client or in a relationship conversation where you're talking about matters of the heart or things that those people really need to get out of their system. It's so important to be able to, I feel like it's almost like mastering the art of listening. It's like a gift that you have, right? Mm. And it's important because sometimes we don't need to necessarily give people advice. We just have to be there for them, right? Yep. And that is empowering in itself. It's created this beautiful space to hold space for a person like that. Yeah. Ooh, lots, lots of beautiful conversations that we can have around this. If there is something that you want to, because we literally have 10 minutes, so we've got to wrap it up. <laughs> I feel like we can talk about this forever. 
But if there was something that you could share with the people out there around, what would be the next step for them to take? To move more into a space of, especially during these difficult times, having such uncertainty, having, you know, looking outside in our world where we can see so many different things breaking down, people losing their jobs, relationships breaking up. There's a lot going on, right? But then there's also the space of all possibilities, the space where we can create new, where we can step into who we really are here meant to be and who we've come here to be as souls. So what would the message be that you would like to leave people with? Trust yeah. and surrender. Mm -hmm. Be you. <laughs> what if people don't know how to be themselves well then there's nothing they need to be but themselves i guess they don't need to be anything other than who they are in each moment does that make sense yeah so what you're saying what i'm hearing you're saying is just be aware of how you are in every moment and if you're not okay, then it's okay. And if you're great, then it's great. It's, it's perfect. Mm. Yeah, because now is where we can make the change, right? Now is where we can empower ourselves or go into victim mode. Now is where we, can, we, where we come to that choice point, I suppose, where we go, what do I do now? What do I want now? How do I want to move forward? Mm. Yeah, we always have a choice. You know, we do. We always have a choice. And if you don't feel like you've chosen what's the, in your highest good, then choose again. You know, we have a choice in every moment. So just keep choosing what is in your highest good and what makes you feel good and what makes you feel joy. Um, and trust that, you know, if you're living your purpose and you're passionate about what you do and it brings you joy, then you'll always be supported. So um, trust that because that is huge and take that leap of faith and, and step into the unknown because that's where all the, the juiciness is. And, um, and the big thing is to let go of attachments, <laughs> which is like, you know, it's, it's just, it's so liberating when you do. And then it's just having that, be, be aware, you know, have that consciousness of, of awareness and don't be afraid to reach out for support if you do need help with shifting this stuff. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's have your go-to person, have your, you know, support. And that go-to person can change, um, you know, it's, but just have that support and, um, yeah, and just keep, keep, letting, go. keep mm. letting go. That's beautiful. Thank you, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Georgie? Um, I think my, my suggestion would be if you're finding yourself stuck and wobbly is to zoom out first of all with your perspective because when you're right in the center of it it's always very difficult to discern what is yours and what's not and when you've zoomed out to stand on your two feet and feel them on the ground put your hand on your heart and ask the question within and you'll get your answer and mm -hmm. it will feel it will feel right and then to trust that to trust what comes through from you and to to really remove yourself from the fear and the uncertainty and the chaos that is our world at the moment and be in your center because that is always where your truth is, lies mm. now that other stuff is yours so mm. that would be mine. Mm. always be in your center what is your center center is love mm. it's the love of source the love that is available to all our all of us the possibilities that's available to all of us it's mm. that void that we go in where we connect with our higher self right where we connect with the divine the beings that are here to really support humanity during this great awakening during this beautiful space where we can move from fear into higher consciousness and understanding that we have a choice we can we have free will we can do anything and everything that we set our minds to and I feel one of the most important things 
that also empowered me was, <clears throat> excuse me, being in my channel, like you say, Jesse, connecting to your higher self, connecting to source, connecting to God, and really understanding and translating those messages through you and feeling the love. And then you can start radiating that out. And through that, you can take steps of empowerment and move forward with that inner knowing that everything is okay. It will be okay. No matter how hard my life is right now, no matter how, you know, things are breaking down around me in the world. It's like you're in the eye of the storm and everything's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah. And trusting your body to, you know, your body, if people aren't uh, other inclined on being in channels and things, is start with your body. Start with your body first. It has so much more wisdom than we, we ever give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what Georgie talks about when she talks about embodiment. Okay. You've got to feel the feels to heal yourself. You got to feel the feels to empower yourself. You got to work with what you feel first, embodying every single um, emotion, dealing with that those emotions that you're not necessarily wanting in your life anymore, and also the embodiment of your soul light. Do you have a different example of that, maybe, guys or women? What does embodiment mean to you? I feel like embodiment means for me, like embodying what I teach, embodying who, um, embodying, you know, what I learn and embodying um, what I, what I teach to my clients, what I talk to my clients, you know, embodying mm. my knowledge, my wisdom and um, yeah, that self-love. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Georgie? Um, embodiment for me means that the way I live, my beliefs, my wisdom, everything is within each cell in my body, but is also fully connected to the earth and to the universe as well. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm all one. Yeah. Completely embodied in. <laughs> <laughs> one. That makes sense. <laughs> No. <laughs> but connected <laughs> I love that and Jesse <laughs> um well very similar so it would mean for me it means being my multi-dimensional self my light body my soul in my, every cell of my body and being fully anchored anchored into the earth everywhere oh yeah. so I can access anything in my body and being at home in my body Mm. that's so important mm, so yes. important i love that it just gives me yeah. chills being at home in my body i think that's a journey for everybody mm. it really is being here on this earth having a human body it's like everybody has to go through that in their lives to actually be at home and feel safe yep. in their bodies yep yeah and i actually want to add to that because this is what i find We've come here, we've chosen this human experience, right? Why do we continue to want to not be? <clears throat> Why do we want to continue to not experience mm. everything that we can experience here? Obviously, in alignment with love, with source, with the energy, the peace, the co-creation, the beauty, the grace, mm. every single joyful moment that we can have here mm. on this earth. Okay, so why are we so hard on ourselves and why are we trying to pull away from and I'm hearing a lot of um, people or I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, I want to go home. Mm. Your home is here in your heart, right? So mm. when you embody all parts of yourself, call back all parts of yourself, which is your multidimensionality, but you're feeling that within your physical experience and then sharing that and radiating that out into your physical then life becomes much easier much more enjoyment there's enjoyment enjoyment yeah mm. it's playful being human <laughs> well, literally 
constant it's distraction. really painful like i literally it's interesting that you brought it up because i haven't had um the thoughts for quite some time but last week and i again it came up with another friend's child who doesn't want to be here at the moment it's hard it's hard and painful to feel everything and to see humanity and what it's doing to itself or has done to itself mm-hmm. and to hold that hope and that light that you know and the faith that it will change and it's going to change for the better but at the moment I totally get it when people don't want to be here who don't understand why they're here and, and mm-hmm. what they're capable of completely get it that's why we're here as light workers. That's why we're here to show people what's possible, right? To show them why they're here, to activate their gifts, to show them that they have capabilities and abilities and um, to ignite their hearts again to what is possible and to not let them stay in that pain, to not let them, or not let them, let them sound weird, you know, to guide them to understand that there is a different way, mm. to allow them to see that there is a different way. Mm. And that, yes, it's okay to feel your pain, go there because you've got to feel, you've got to feel that pain, that shadow side to know what the opposite is, right? Mm. So this is the polarity, the choice point that we have and building that bridge between A and B that's your journey that you walk upon to get to where you want to get to but for so long humanity has been sitting in this pain and it's about us celebrating those beautiful souls and saying it's okay not to be okay but you do have a choice and let me show you what's possible through us showing up the way that we are showing up authentically unapologetically empowered in our own truth as light leaders and as beings here that is that is here to live a life that we love yeah Mm. beautiful yeah Yeah, I feel like it's it's a lot to do with as well you know having lived so many lives and you know they say past lives but it's all happening obviously you know multi-dimensionally and just being um you know timelines and all these all these like effects of like why we are why we are like we are that you know we don't even understand a lot of um so yeah there's so many influences I feel mm. that can yeah that can we be are so intricate aren't we <laughs> so intricate <laughs> yeah right Jesse did you want to add anything to that I just think also because there's the constant distortion of separation going on around us all the time. Mm. Makes a difference. Yeah. Particularly those who um, find it challenging to discern yet or aren't fully anchored or grounded or at home in themselves. It's more challenging Mm. for them. Yeah. And so this has been caused by the matrix of control or the fear codes, the slavery codes, right? That we are all working towards, I suppose, especially the light of source. They're working towards dissolving or transforming that density back into light so that it can be used for good. So that we can hold on to the experiences, hold on to the the moments of growth, the lessons from that, but then move into the space of, okay, empowerment, right? What do I do now? You know, great stories from people who have grown up on the streets and became world leaders here to change humanity. Great stories of people being so resilient and so adaptable. And that's who human beings are. We have the power within us. We have that love, that force, that driving force of love within us that so we can use our pain and experiences to be the difference, create the difference that we want to see here. The change as such. Mm. And on that note, my loves, that's the thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. (laughs) It's been amazing today. And honestly, I think we need to do a part two because we can talk for forever. But it's been really beautiful. 
Um, I will share your website details on this post as well and underneath this video. But until we speak again, you know, please keep joining these conversations. These conversations are here to awaken your hearts and to raise the consciousness of humanity and to bring through our love and our wisdom and real stories from real people. Until we speak again. <laughs>